Dave, and I'll see you really soon. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Hello and welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's Tuesday night gaming show. My name is Tom and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Gabriel and Billy. On today's show, we start off with our monthly rotational topic and today's is the Hitbox Highlights. If you haven't been with us the last time we had this topic on our show, it's really, really simplistic. We essentially try to provide the coolest tips, facts and information uh, to the other two in in an attempt to impress each other with our gaming knowledge. After we've had our time to show off, the three of us will vote on whose hitbox highlight was the best. After that, we are continuing recounting the greatest games of each year since the year 2000. And this week is 2011. And to complete our show, we will always have our brief but informative news section. So guys, hitbox highlights. I started last month, so I think one of you two should start and I'm going to pick you, Billy. Cool. I, I'm pretty excited about this. I found some something really actually interesting. So you you guys know about Space Invaders, right? Like classic arcade game from like oh uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Indeed. So I didn't know like that's a lot of what the like story behind the tech that went into it. So apparently, because obviously this was you know 40 years ago now, which is wild. Uh, so uh, Space Invaders was really advanced for the time. Like the guy who created it, whose name is something I can't pronounce because the guy's Japanese. Uh, Tomohiro Nishikado, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Nice. Fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he had to invent like all, all the like hardware for it himself. He had to even import like microprocessors from the US. Um, but even then, like the, the tech wasn't advanced enough for the game he was building. So you know that I have like in Space Invaders, as the enemies come closer and like, mm-hmm. as you kill more of them, they come faster and faster. That's not actually like an intended design feature. That's a glitch. So the, the software, sorry, the hardware can only uh, show you so many, so many enemies at a time. So it slows down as more enemies show up on screen, you know, like as yeah. do. Yeah. So he turned it into a feature where as you kill the enemies, it got them to move back to like the speed he wanted them to be moving at because the processing power was freed up. That's amazing. I had no clue that it was a glitch that basically acted as the foundation for one of the most like iconic games. The other really cool thing about it is that the game's actually black and white originally, but like you know how it's like there's like everyone thinks it's like that green color, right? Sure. Yeah. It's actually done by cellophane. Oh, I can't lie. I have to. I have to stop you. Uh, This is this is something that always happens with games. That color to me is blue. Like I, I, I swear I'm really? fully colorblind and I've been colorblind my whole life because I just see that as a light blue, but I'm, you, this is proven that I am actually colorblind. I'm pretty sure, but there we go, <laughs> it's green. So I've, I've been crazy my whole life. I mean, yeah. Like green and white is the classic, classic way people think of the colors. Yeah. Um, Mad. But yeah, apparently that was done by a strip of cellophane over the arcade screen rather than being like a programming thing. Cause it, it couldn't display colors. That's what I love about the sort of the old school, the old school way of designing games is that it had such limited hardware and such limited storage that they just came up with these. Obviously, this one, you know, you know was actually a glitch, but the idea we've put in cellophane over the top of the arcade screens to give it color, you know, it's just so genius. It's just like it I is. love the ways that they 
almost cheated in a sense to make something that was better than what it actually is. Yeah, it's a really creative way of dealing with a problem. And I think it's something that we could almost use more of in games currently. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that everyone's got to take a few tips from the old school developers uh, during the 90s and, and so on. Exactly. Oh, no, the 90s is 1978. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously even older for, for, for these, yeah. It goes to show that, like, you know, with less technology, you can be more innovative and, and, and clever with what you can use. You know what I mean? Yeah, it reminds me of this, this thing I saw someone on a, a YouTube video say once, which is like, I think that anything could be like a, a story could always be improved if you take out like 20% of the time, if you take like the finished script and take out, be like, writer, go and take 20% out. What do you like absolutely need? Mm. I think this is sort of the same thing. It's like, I have no money and no like space to, to program all these giant things that you see in games today. So if you're really clever about uh, sort of the tricks you use. There's still there's still a lot of tricks used. I know, especially in in graphic design and um, and digital, you know, making these sort of digital videos and everything like that. There's a lot of tricks and t- things that people use to still save up on space and processing power, but nothing to the extent that you know th- these guys did back in the day, especially mm. with the hardware that they that they used. I mean, in sort of a, an inversion of that, I still remember when I think it was Pokemon Sun and Moon first came out and people like went digging into the game files and found out Game Freak hadn't really optimized it very well. Like, so every time you saw a Pokemon, it called like a new instance of the model instead of like just going, go back to this old like copy of the model you clearly ha- already have in the files. You know, That's this mad. This, this has reminded me of something and I can't for the life of me, remember the name of the game. But I, I saw a YouTube video the other day and it was sort of like uh, the ways that video game developers have tricked have tricked you. And I'll definitely go after this show and revisit that YouTube video and I'll mention it in next week's show because I think a few of them were brilliant. But there was a very popular game that, for the life of me, I cannot remember. I'm pretty sure it was an EA game. It was a fighting game. Anyway, uh, and you know... You can you have like the health bars, the red long health bars yeah. in fighting mm. games. Obviously, it's not Tekken, is it? Or more? Not, no, no, no. It's nothing like it's nothing like those. It's, it's it's a game that I've definitely heard of, but it's not a, a popular popular game. Right. Anyway, they basically have uh, an upgrade in that game where you can go along and you can increase your HP. Mm-hmm. But the game, unbeknownst to anyone, actually didn't increase the hit like the actual like hit points or whatever you want to call them. So let's say you were you had a hundred hit points or hundred health and you got this bonus, it wouldn't actually give you like 120, for example. It would just extend that red bar and give off the illusion that you had more HP because nah, the bar was longer. <laughs> and you still took the same amount of hits to 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 die. And no one I don't think for I think for a while no one actually noticed. Clocked it. I'd but, imagine the amount of rage that, that yeah, would generate. Yeah. So and I think to this to this day it was never never been changed. I need to remember the name of it. It'll it'll bug me for the rest of the show, oh. but I'll definitely, um, I'll definitely have a have a look back at that YouTube video that I watched. Did you do Soul Calibur? Is it Soul Calibur? It might have been Soul Calibur. Honestly, I c- could not remember. It was it was a YouTube video that I watched uh, about all these sort of tricks that the devs played, and it, it just reminded me of that. And I thought it was incredible Laughing how you can just release their desks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just extended the HP bar, just stretched it out almost, but still had the same amount of health given yeah. to you. It's Friday, let's knock off early, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Is that is that all you've got, Billy? Is that your is that your 
that's my gaming that's my hitbox highlight brilliant gabriel i'm gonna hand it over to you okay okay well i've got a i've got a bit of a did you know for mine so it's, it's another fact okay. oh yeah so did you know that South Korea put a ban on Japanese cultural imports following World War II, and it was lifted until until two. It, sorry, it wasn't lifted until two thousand and four. But that didn't mean that South Korean gamers didn't get to know Mario. Hyundai Electronics, which is you know the subsidiary of Hyundai that deals with electronics, etc., they essentially rebranded all of Nintendo's products just to bypass this embargo basically wow so yeah so for example the the nintendo entertainment system or nes the original sort of ghetto nintendo console i think it might have even been their first sort of major console they changed that to the hyundai uh comboy and then the nintendo 64 was the comboy 64 and so on so on so on so essentially this just goes to show and we've been talking a lot about how nintendo is sort of a bit of a bit of a machine in the electronics world in its own right and this is just another testament to how you know in demand their products actually are how a company has fully taken it upon themselves to rebrand nintendo's products just to get it to the consumers and make money within south korea well if it's worth you know if it's worth doing if it's profitable you know these big companies will do will pull all the Anything. strings uh, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, there you I, go i think hyundai are a south korean company as well which is probably why they did it oh oh yeah no i i'm 90 sure they are yes you do mean hyundai the car company yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 okay cool i was just making sure i didn't yeah. realize they did that sort that sort of thing i don't oh, guess well, they don't to- do it anymore Mate, to put it into perspective, Mitsubishi owns something like 40% of the global yellowfin tuna market. So, really? you know what I mean? Like, wow. there's all this kind of crazy, you know, random company owns XYZ. Yeah. So, this just is- investment opportunities. Exactly, mate. Japan's case, like, specifically, um, like, a hundred years ago or so, they had like really big conglomerate companies that owned like everything. Yeah. So, like, wow. Mitsubishi and stuff are from that era. So, they there still we got, go. Like, I see. Left. I see. Right. Okay. I guess it's my turn to to give you guys a hitbox highlight. And I've actually got more. So it's hitbox highlights. They're three <laughs> different little. I see. I, with this, you know, with this part of the show, I really like giving off just really small. Uh, do you remember last month I did the one with Fallout? Was it Fallout New Vegas with the um when they drop the nukes and you go into the town, you'd see the the imprints of the people oh, on the walls. Yes. Yeah, 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 do you remember that? And I thought, you know, these little things about games I absolutely love. Because you just go to show, obviously there's there's a team that's gone, you know, can we just include this? Can we just program this? And I, I love that sort of thing. Just it's almost like it's they've gone out of their way just to to make it good. Yeah. Um Wait, so you've got three? So I've got three, right? I don't know about this, Billy. What do you reckon? I think oh, he's cheating. I think on. he just wants to bring three facts to the table to, to get to get the <laughs> nod for the best fact, you know? I haven't even... <laughs> he can tell us all three, but he has to pick one. Before we vote, he has to pick one that we get to vote on. So yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to have to judge your reactions then yeah, to absolutely. all of them. Okay. Poker face is... I, I really feel like you're against me, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 well go Because it does feel like you're trying to cheat, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. I, I promise I won't do it next week, uh, next month even, all right? But I've got three this week. Um, so first one, 
Resident Evil 8. Okay, I'm not going to try and pronounce the name because I get it wrong every time. Actually, I'm, I am going to try and pronounce it. Lady Demutre... Dem, Demutresque... Oh, Demu something, yeah. You know who I'm on about. The really tall vampire, the, the vampire lady. The lady. Insane yes, yes, exactly. Um, so in Lady D's dungeon, okay, Lady D's how I'm going to uh, <laughs> say it, uh, the stairs are worn from years of walking on them, right? Okay, and you can see this. But because she's so tall, the wear on so the wear on each on the steps only shows on every third step, because <sighs> so, I, I I know it's just so one of those skips the yeah. Steps. So obviously because she's so tall, she's always skipped every right. well she she puts her foot on every third step. So if you go into the dungeon in in her castle thing, you see on these stairs that you know every third step is the only one that's been worn away, and the other two. Uh, are completely fine just because she's been stepping really long, uh, long strides. I guess you could say, but I think it's just it's just so cool. Like it's, it's so quirky, mate. I you like know, it. They, no one had to, you know, no one had to program that. But obviously, someone there has, has thought, you know, this, this woman's really tall. She's not going <laughs> to step on all of these things. Let's wear it. I, I think that's so. I think that's brilliant. It's just so pointlessly cool. And that's, I know, I I know that's what you best, mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Right. My next one. Okay. And Gabriel, this is something you probably might even know and, and, have, and have seen and probably wondered why it exists. So in mm-hmm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare War Zones, I think specifically, right. I, could be, I could be wrong. The thermal hybrid site doesn't let you see through windows, um, obviously, of glass, made of glass. And this is true in the real world as well, because heat imaging doesn't actually work at all through glass. No, yeah, and it's something to do with, like, um, glass prevents the radiation that it detects, if that makes sense. So, like, I think it's when you're driving a car, you can get some burn, but you can't get cancer or something like that. Or, like, it's something like that, but essentially that's the same concept that applies to why the imaging camera can't see through glass, I think. Yeah, so that's obviously this one's a bit a bit more simple but i i remember playing it and using a thermal scope and trying to zoom into some guy that i saw out the window but i was like well why can i not see anything and obviously the second that you break it you're absolutely fine but just just goes to show again someone in the dev team has thought you know these these you can't actually see through windows with thermal thermal hybrid sites or thermal imaging sites whatever and they include it in the game i just think that's another another cool thing yeah um fair. now my final one is I guess you could say it's a bit of an Easter egg. So, Billy, you've played this game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, have you have you completed it? No, no, I, I still need to go back and finish that. Yeah, I know uh, it's brilliant. I'm I'm about halfway through. I've sort of put it down for a while, but I definitely want to get back into it. It's still what, installed on my computer. What was this game? You, like, what do you mean? Like, when oh, did it come out? A couple couple of years ago. Oh, so it's oh, so it's fairly recent. Yeah, yeah. Tw- 2019, 2018? I think it might be more recent than that. It could, it could be to be fair. Twenty twenty. Wow. It's a very yeah. recent game. It's good. It's really good game. We should definitely check oh, yeah, it out. Definitely. Yeah. But anyway, uh, during the f- what's that? I think it's out PlayStation Xbox. It's not just a, a Steam game. Yeah, I, it is. It is. I'm pretty sure. Um, Amazing. Yeah. So in the first mission, and the first mission's really really cool, by the way. There's a, a door that you can't actually get into, uh, I think, if you turn around or if you go down a passageway that isn't where you're supposed to go. And there's a button that you can interact with. And if you 
if you press it 66 times, uh, you hear a, a quote, uh, an outtake from uh, Darth Sidious saying, execute order 66. <laughs> and uh, it's, just, it's just such a cool Easter egg. Like who on the first, you know, first run through of a game or first map of, of your... That. Yeah, exactly. You have to press this button. Bearing in mind, each animation is like a second, two seconds long. But if you go and do it 66 times in a row, this this voice plays with of Darth Sidious going, execute order 66. I think that's brilliant. Just one of those stupid, funny things that obviously some massive Star Wars fans got in and, and, and chucked in. But, you know... 2019 is when Steam tells me Fallen Order came out. There we go. I, I guess correctly then. Yeah, cool. It's, it's a good. brilliant game. Honestly, it is a brilliant it really, game. It really is. Okay, that's all of mine. Um, I would one now. Yeah, I know. I, I, before I do that, I'm going to say I have sent all of these on our Discord. Now, in terms of getting to the Discord, this is something we will sort out in the future because obviously Discord and their links are a bit hard to we don't want to try you'd have to try and memorize like 10 letters yeah it'll be like h capital p two one something you, you know like all, all these things but yeah we're, we're gonna fix it up and it will be ready hopefully with the you like sort of next month i think yes so yeah. something along those lines but when when this is sorted and, and you can email us for the link if you're desperate to join mm-hmm. that's one way we can get to you into our uh into our discord but they are the images and the sources, at least for my three, are listed in the Hitbox Highlights sort of text section, whatever you want to call it. And you can check where I got them from. A bunch of the images and videos of these things actually happening. So obviously it's all good and everything with us saying it, but we want you to see pictures, see videos, hear the audio of it too. Um, but yeah, okay, I, I now need to pick one. Uh, and I I am going to go with the first one, gauging from your reaction. They're, they are, they're not amazing like your, your two were, but I think, I think just the whole setting the scene of Resident Evil with this tall lady, I think to come up with the fact that she skips <laughs> stairs and to actually do that and to think about, you know, this dungeon's old, the person that lives here is really massive, Oh, what would that mean in terms of designing the landscape? You've got some really smart, clever people, uh, you know, making these sort of these games and the gaming world that is Resident Evil, and, and especially this this whole scene with the dungeon and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say number one. Do you guys agree with me that that's the most interesting one, or would you say it's something else? Nah, I wouldn't have gone for that one, but you know, Damn not okay. not significantly the other way. Right. And I don't, I, I well, not not gonna spoil anything. Okay, Billy, what about you? I I would have gone with the the, the full order one. I think that would have been the best choice. Same with me, definitely. Oh my god, so <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, mate, I'm, your your impression alone would have got you the points there. I think of was of it good. General- uh, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say good. It was definitely entertaining, though. <laughs> okay, that's that's right. Uh, can I change my choice, or am I stuck with? Uh, am I stuck with my first? Oh no, one? you're definitely stuck with it. Brilliant. Yeah, right. You're stuck well, with I... it, and he's to say that it would help you anyway, Tom. Cool. Okay. Whatever, guys. You, <laughs> you, you, you say whatever. Well, I, I tell you what. What's your what's your vote then, Tom? Which which do you think is the best? Mm. What well, out of out of yours two then? Yeah. Okay. Well, unless you're going to be so so uh, 
cheating is to vote for <laughs> no 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 um although i would if i could um for it's a tough one They're i think both, good facts, both of yours have really good facts um i'm gonna i'm gonna say yours billy ah yeah i'm, I'm sorry gabriel i'm sorry i'm gonna say yours and i'm targeted I, I know, I know. It's might be because you're a console player, but <laughs> <laughs> so so Gabriel. <laughs> I know I've just offended you there, and you're definitely not voting for me now. But who would you pick out of out of us two if there's any sort of uh... yeah, free from influence from your decision? I genuinely would have gone for Billy's, and and yeah, uh, yeah so that's fair. So even without Billy giving his input, although we would like to hear what you chose, Billy, you have one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I vote for the full Nord. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Uh, I refuse oh. to. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was very, very funny listening to you. That, I really like that one. Um, I've ruined it. I've ruined it. I've ruined it. I would have won that. <laughs> if I can't, my choices are between the creepy vampire dungeon. I think I'm gonna have to go with Gabriel again. Now. That's what I did last <sighs> week as well. Oh no! Nice. Have I even got a single vote? Is, is this last last month? Do I even get anyone voting for me? I don't. Even... I seem to remember this is like exactly how the votes went last month as well. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've just got. I've just got to step up my game. Basically, is is what's happening yeah, that here. About right. Yeah. I've got Billy to sort myself to be out. Nerfed. <laughs> yeah, let's nerf Billy next next patch. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that is it for the Hitbox highlights. That was. <laughs> Nerf Billy. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're going to move on now um, to the greatest games of 2011. So I've got a list like I do all the time with, with these. We've, how many goddamn shows have we, have we put out with these greatest games? But I'm going to go through the highest sales. This will be 10th or 11th, I think. Yeah, something, something along that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tenth or eleventh? One, two, three, four, five. No, like seventh or eight. Sorry, because we did two thousand, two thousand five in one go. We did. We did. Yeah. True. true. Okay. So I'm gonna go and list the highest sales uh, of this year, and it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be ones that are released this year. Okay. So who? What do we think is the the highest selling game this year? Bearing in mind we've had the same game every single year since <laughs> yeah. like 2006 or something 2007 i i i'm gonna be really annoyed if one of you has, has checked this prior to this well I've che- yeah i've checked i'm looking at it right now yeah yeah, yeah you, looked at it. of course he's looked at it. I, <laughs> I mean sorry what am i about uh, billy i'm gonna be annoyed if you've looked i mean at I, it. I've, I've not looked at it do you think it is we sports um, again but i do know that 2011 Famously, year Skyrim comes out, so I'm going to go with Skyrim. Gabriel, has that swayed your decision, or are you? Sticking? I'm going to go with Minecraft. Okay, uh, unfortunately, at least from my source, you're both wrong. Wow, uh, Billy, you are very close, but not close enough. The highest selling game in 2011 was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Wow, really? that is that's impressive. So this marks yes. the year where Call of Duty dethroned Nintendo. Well, <laughs> I, I, essentially, you can look at it like that. Yeah, um, there is there is in second place. There is another Wii. Well, it's not solely Wii 
uh, game. It's Just Dance Three. Sports again, is it? No, no, no. That they've disappeared. I think they're 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 long gone now. Um, yeah, Just Dance. It's only been five years. Yeah, I know, I know. But think about it. You know, it had a very in terms of well, in comparison to other consoles. Yeah, yeah. So Just Just Dance Three was in second place. I don't actually know the system the statistics for these because I got them from a different website than I usually do because the website that I used for 2011 wasn't actually showing me what I wanted to see in third place. It was Skyrim uh-huh. and I'm basically just listing a, a bunch of games that have, um, that have been released this year. Was Obviously FIFA they're up there. No, no, it wasn't. No. I don't think battlefield <laughs> three, uh, NFL 12, which was surprising. Black Ops. NFL 12 yeah. got higher than FIFA 12. That's yeah. just ridiculous. Well, at least I, 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 this might be North American only, and which could sway the the, the sales. So uh, bear in mind that I don't want to quote this as, you know, worldwide sales. Right. It might be North America only. Um, but Call of Duty Black Ops was up there. Uh, Batman Arkham City, Gears of War 3, Just Dance 2 even though Just Dance 3 was up there as well. Everyone's loving to uh, to dance in 2011. And Assassin's Creed Revelations. So moving on from that, the only notable console that was released this year was the Nintendo 3DS. Now, my cousin had one of these, and it was wicked. Although it just the whole nicheness of it seemed to really die out very quickly. I think my sister has one of these. Uh, has or had as you kept it for this time i've never touched it i think she got it somewhere yeah okay right i'm gonna go through and just list a few more a few more games um so i may have mentioned already i may have not uncharted 3 drake's deception 2011 elder scrolls skyrim i've already mentioned that batman arkham city also la noir star wars the old republic the original Dark Souls, one of my favourite games of all time, not Dark Souls, Portal 2. Um, Modern Warfare 3, another good game. I think this was when I started really getting into the Call of Duty franchise. Obviously, yeah. I had games before, but Modern Warfare 3 was, I think, one of the first cards that I bought on release. Yeah, it, it was sure. one of the first ones that I bought when it was actually in its life cycle, if that yes. makes sense. yeah, yeah. yeah. Saints Row the Third came out in 2011. Uh, the Witcher 2, Assassin's Creed Revelations, I mentioned. Uh, what else? Oh, I'm looking here. Battlefield 3, I mentioned. Mortal Kombat, Dead Space 2, Dead Island. I love playing that game. Uh, Little Big Planet 2, another brilliant one for PlayStation. So many. Mario Kart 7, uh, Duke Nukem Forever, Infamous 2, Lego Star Wars 3. Well, so many games here that I'm seeing. You know, I could go on forever and list all of these. Terraria, another big game that I absolutely love and still play to this day. 2011. Uh, what else? What is the difference between Terraria and Minecraft? That's the real question. Okay, there's a lot. There's a lot of differences, but everyone likes to explain it as Terraria being the 2D version of Minecraft. Now, everyone right. that plays Terraria will hate me for saying that because it really is so different it there's obviously there's similarities to it but again it, it's it's vastly different in the terms of how you go around beating the game and, and, and right. playing the game it's 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 absolutely fantastic i'm pretty sure you can play it on xbox yeah i think i've seen it. it i think i've seen it's, it it's definitely a game if you do like minecraft to go and check out 
But anyway, I'm going to stop listing them because I could go on for hours. 2011 has so many, so many good games that were released this year. Um, Billy, do you want to go and start us off with your countdown? Well, I've actually got a couple honourable mentions as well. This, oh, this go year. for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 2011, nice. really good year for gaming. Um, so I'm actually going to mention a bit of an unusual one first, which is Skylanders, Spyro's Adventure. So if you've heard of Skyland, you probably remember it as the game that sort of started the, the toys to life craze. Yep. Yep. Uh, had a little portal, you put the little NFT, but not NFT. <laughs> That's a bit, oh gosh. a bit before it's time. <laughs> like a, a, a three letter acronym for the little chips in the base of the little like gaming statue things you got on the portal and they sort of appear in the game, you play with them. Um, I have still got several of those there in my room. I can see them right now. They are, they're sitting on my shelf. Um, I can't show them to you because my room is a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, so, but but I, I've still got them, and it's. I think the technology, apart from anything else, the technology is just really cool, and I think there could have been a lot more stuff done with it. Uh, and I'm kind of kind of sad that the, the craze is gone because I like having the little the little toys to go with the the game. The nice little physical memento of it. It is cool. They don't do that as much anymore. Like you only really get that if you fork out for a really expensive edition of a game nowadays. You never, you never get it as standard. The the only thing that really does it now are like Nintendo's Amiibo. They're still a thing. Right. It's just because they're really expensive to make to my understanding. The chips cost like stupid amounts of money. It's not worth it for for companies to produce yeah, games exactly. that have these sort of things, which is which is a big shame. But yeah. it is what it is. It's nice to look back and see that people at least tried doing those sort of things. Mm. Um, and my other honourable mention is Pokemon Black and White, uh, which has, to my mind, one of the best Pokemon soundtracks ever. It will drill into your brain and never ever ever leave. Um, but other than that, you know, it's a Pokemon game. You know what you're getting. Um, it has a weirdly like compelling message to it though because this is the one where they were like actually maybe pokemon fighting is animal abuse and maybe we want to talk about that in the games okay Um, so it's an interesting one and also i think for the first time i can remember you don't fight the champion when you reach like the end of the elite four the champion's already been defeated by your like by like the enemy in the game and you have to fight them instead um which I thought was a really, really weird twist because my experience was primarily Diamond and Pearl, which I yeah. should forever hold in my heart. Um, but yeah, just a solid Pokemon game, but it is a Pokemon game. You know, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I am not the person to speak to when it comes to Pokemon. And I feel like I'm, I'm left out in a lot of your guys' conversation. I feel like I've messed, missed, missed out a lot on, mm. on these sort of things. I mean, to be honest, I'm not so big on the games. I mean, I've played them, uh, but I was never really that into them. But re- I am very across Pokemon and, and the world. And like, yeah, I mean, I have many a cards. Yeah, mm. sure. Sure. Those are right. dangerous, those cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amounts of money for them. I yes. know. Anyway, number five then, Billy. We've got to start yes. this countdown. Number five, going back to my tradition of games that no one else has ever heard of. Um, Hell Lord yeah. Rings, War in the North. Um, I picked up this game because it's a Lord of the Rings game and I am a massive Lord of the Rings nerd. And I freely admit that to anyone who asks. Good man, good man. Um, <laughs> it's a surprisingly compelling multiplayer game. It is very much designed to be played with other people uh, in split screen, like sitting beside you. Um, an era of games that has since passed us by, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the graphics are awful. The story is so-so. But 
it's a really interestingly set up like combat game. I think it's the game that's gotten me closest to ever going. This is sort of what an MMO feels like because you've got like a hundred a bit like you know five or six different abilities that you have to activate and they have their own cooldowns and all that sure. sort of thing. Um, but I, I came to learn how to use that quite well. Um, also, I found it really interesting because you because like each, each character has like different abilities because there are three characters. There's an elf, a human, and a dwarf. Um, so you can play the same campaign like multiple times, going through and finding different secrets every time, which I think is a really cool thing. Um, definitely designed to be played with, with like a, a, a cooperative player, but I've only ever done that once, um, as you might have guessed by now by the fact that I keep mentioning her with my sister. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's a solid game. It's it's like weirdly unheard of. I, I don't think I think anyone I've ever met anyone else who's played it. What would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten, ooh. Yeah. Um, probably like an eight and a half. Like it's a pretty wow. solid game. That's ooh, pretty. That's, that's higher than I expected. Yeah, the graphics are really terrible, and the story is kind of like this is not a Tolkien story, but it's quite an enjoyable game. There's an element of of I can play this again and again and again, and I don't get bored because it's very much focused on the combat. Well, that's nice. Also, it's got that thing which yeah, it's got that thing which I mentioned in another game later, where you are much more powerful than your enemies. So, like the the game gets to send like waves and waves of them at you, which is something I always quite enjoy. Sure, sure. Right, Gabriel, number five. So, that is my right. Cool. So yeah, mine is and and to be honest, before I begin, as much as I'm definitely not going to dispute that this year was a great game for gaming, to be honest, the releases on here were not so much my thing really. There was like th- like three that I played a lot, and then oh. the rest I kind of just know of and played a bit. Okay. To be honest, so that's just a bit of context. Um, but number five is Saints Row the Third, which I and 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 being honest, did I really like the game? No. Did I <laughs> did I recommend it to someone? No. <laughs> but of all the games that came out this year, it was probably about fifth best for me. And how I'd basically describe it to someone is like a subpar Grand Theft Auto game that's a bit more wacky. Yeah, that's a very good description of it. And that's not insulting because it, it's a great game. I, I'm not going to say it's a bad game. It's just not an ama- it's not an amazing game for me. And it, and it is what how I describe it really. It's yeah. a great game, but it's not a game for you. If that makes sense. exactly. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I feel I always think with Saints Row is that for me, I don't really know why I would play it when I can play GTA. I just exactly. think GTA is better than Saints Row in every way. Exactly. That that is just it. When, you, when I was on this and, and my mate was like, "Oh, Gabriel, get this game. It's just like GTA, but there's some cool, really cool stuff you can do in it." You're thinking, "Wow!" And that is a that is a yeah. comparison to make. Like, come on. Like yeah. that, at that point, GTA is probably one of my favorite game series ever. Yeah. And to then jump into Saints Row, you're going to be disappointed. So there you go. Very true, very true. All right, then. Well, number four, Billy. And I've, I'm going to say it right now. I have actually listed down some of my favourite games. I could join you guys in listing it uh, together because I've got four. Uh, I know I'm not usually going to to jump in and give mine, but that's, that's definitely a bunch of games that I've got to shout out for myself. Um, yeah, no, of course. I'm, I'm kind of curious what you think. But uh, my, my number four... Um, 
it's led him to sell the Skyward Sword. Um, <laughs> I saw Zelda and I was like, I guarantee it's got to be somewhere on Billy's yeah. list. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm a bit of a Zelda fan. I'm not very good <laughs> at the games, but I quite enjoy a lot of them. I think a bit is a an understatement at best. It's uh, a massive Zelda fan. I think that's probably more uh, attuned to it. Uh, but yeah, I, I got this with the Wii many, many years ago. I got it, well, I think the original release. Um, it came, in fact, with the 25th anniversary Zelda um, orchestral CD. I sadly don't have it anymore. My, my copy has gone to the winds. It's lost in the ether somewhere. Rest um, in peace. Yes, but it's, I mean, it's a Zelda game. It is, I don't know how to put this. It's the Zelda game I hold something of a, quite an affinity to. It's not my favourite Zelda game. That's that's Twilight Princess. But Skyward Sword was, I think, the first game I ever got where you do the swinging sword motions with the Wiimote. Uh, and I always thought that was really, really cool. <laughs> uh, but people lambasted it for that. People hated the fact you had to swing the Wiimote in that game, which I always found quite sad. They uh, didn't like how it's evolving to, to situate itself on the Wii. Well, it wasn't that. It was more that um, you could definitely swing the Wiimote and the sword would move. But if you wanted to do something specific with the sword, it was a little tricky. Yeah. Right, I is see. It, is it one of those um, games as well where you there's a button shortcut for moving the things if you rewire the controller? Like, you can change it so that you just have to press B to move the sword, or is it actually compulsory? No, it's compulsory because there's there's no not, like, any preset moves for the sword. Oh, it's more done with the Wiimote. <laughs> So, yeah, that you have no choice. You have right. to swing the sword. Um, but it is. It's got a really interesting story. It's it's Zelda. It's it's a grand, expansive world with interesting lore and story, and about a million million things to do because it's slightly open world. Also, you get a giant bird friend, and it's great. You can wow. throw yourself off the edge of a floating island and get caught by a flying bird and make the bird go places. It's fantastic. What what can be better than a giant flying bird? <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one of mine. Okay, it's just like a little insert here. Uh, my my first one we did mention it actually uh, a few minutes ago is Terraria. I think I was surprised if, when uh, when I saw this game was released in 2011 because I genuinely do still play it to this day, and obviously it's had a bunch of updates since. But what a game, Billy! Have you have you played it at all? Is this a game that you've picked up before? I'm not. I've seen people play to wow, it. I've never really felt the impulse to pick it up myself. That's, that's surprising. That's a, that's I, exactly. I, I really genuinely think both of you guys would seriously enjoy playing this game. If it's if it's anything, I would just imagine it's really, really cheap now to, mm. to pick up on, on an online store I think store it might somewhere. even be on Game Pass, you know. It, is it? Okay, maybe. Maybe. It's definitely worth trying. Um, if, you, if, you're fun, if you're a fan of Minecraft, what, what can I say? It's It's... It's similar. It's a uh, technically a 2D version, like I said earlier, but there's so many different things. There's so many differentials to it. You know, the whole yeah. the whole progression is is absolutely absolutely worlds apart from what Minecraft is. Um, there's a lot of different. It's it's a lot unique items in in Terraria than there is Minecraft. There's almost you know you have various stats of weapons, and certain weapons can hold unique traits, almost like an enchantment on Minecraft would be, but they come predetermined when you pick them up. And there's a bunch of pre-built structures underground and loads of different sort of biomes and everything like that. And you can get really cool equipment like jump, extra jump boots, double jump boots, uh, 
boots that let you climb up walls, for example. You can carry around an umbrella, so when you fall off uh, a cliff, you can just float down. It's really, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going on, but it's it's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, your number four, Gabriel. My number four, probably quite controversial in Billy's eyes, but mainly just because I haven't really ever got into it, and I've said it previously on the show, but it's Skyrim. Ooh. So, yeah, and I've actually really got into it recently, and I do like it, and I think it's a game that once you've got into and you've, like, rode the wave of it, it would undeniably be one of my top games, but just for the simple reason of I haven't had the chance to ride that wave, I'm going to leave it a four. But to be honest, if anything, that's a compliment because given what I have played of it, to put it four is quite, uh, you know, testament to how good it is. I, I have to be honest. I think you are disadvantaged in your interactions with Skyrim by the fact you are a console player because half mm. fun of Skyrim is the mods. Very true. Very there true. There you go. There you go. Yep. Right. Number three, is it now, Billy? Yes, yes, my bronze place. It's a game I'm, I'm kind of curious to see if Gabriel's uh, heard of or played, and it is Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine. Yes, I have heard of it. Yeah, and I did see it, to be fair, and I, and I have played it, and it, it's a very good game, to be fair. So, fair. so Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine is a game in which you play as a space marine and go murder a bunch of orcs and chaos things. There's a story. It doesn't matter. Go around and kill chaos and orcs. Um, yeah, it's great. it's great. It's it's got that thing which I mentioned mentioned earlier, where you sort of wade through a, a, a legion of enemies and none of them can really stop you. Um, you do do die sometimes, but it takes like a hundred enemies or whatever at a time to, to actually like bring you down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's great. There's supposed to be a sequel coming out, I think, in the next like year or two, which I'm I'm very much looking forward to. Um, but it's also got some really good voice acting. <laughs> It's, it's got Mark Strong plays the, the central character, Captain Titus of the Ultramarines. Um, it, it's just a fun game. You get a sort of do stuff that doesn't necessarily make sense, but it's as it, it's, it's fun. It's got some really nice game gunplay because it's a, it's a third-person shooter. Um, but at the same time, it's got a surprisingly fun uh, melee system. You get your health back by executing enemies, which if they're Tiny Gretchen, involves punching them into blood. You punch them and they <laughs> explode into all the blood. Very it's nice. Great. Gretchen is um, a small orc for those that don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm yes. trying to act like I I know <laughs> and understand what's going on here. I do not at all. I, I'm so Gretchen nerdy. Is a foot tall orc with a knife. Cool. Uh, and the other thing about it is it's got lots of collectibles, which means there's lots of things to like different pathways to explore. Like there's a linear story, so it's not like open world or anything, but there are sort of like branching paths, and you can go find hidden little secrets, which is which is fun. Wicked. All right. Gabriel, number three. Number three for me is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Obviously a very good Call of Duty. And as I've said previously on on this show, it was the first one that I actually played during its actual life cycle. You know, I wasn't revisiting an old Uh one. This was the one that I got when it actually came out. However, it really just wasn't my thing. Like, you know, I'd argue my favorite maps on that one were the ones that were remakes. And the best thing about it for me was probably the survival mode, really. Uh, The campaign was brilliant, actually. In fact, I lie. The campaign was incredible Mm -hmm. on that game. A massive, you know, climax to one of my favorite campaign series and one of like the the the, the characters I truly remember 
when I was playing Call of Duty campaigns when I was younger. And so, yeah, it definitely, it has a lot of things to say good about it, but ultimately as, as if you look at the whole Call of Duty franchise, you know, it's up there, but it's not one of my favorites far from it. Understandable. What about you, Tom? Then what's your, what's your number three? Well, I, I see. This is this is the thing. I've, I wrote down uh, four of my favorite game, or well, some of my favorite games. Random now, the yeah. Game. This this is this is the problem. I didn't really, you know, the, I just wanted to put these down as as alternatives or just to shout, give them a shout out because uh, you know Skyrim isn't even included on there. But Skyrim's, I would if I were to rank this game, I think Skyrim would be near the top. Uh, so I'll just go through the, the final what the final three that I have here. Um, uh, the first two come of no surprise. The mine, Minecraft, obviously, it's the official release this year. Um, yeah. What can I say about Minecraft? I really don't need to go into detail. Uh, it's the best-selling video game of all time. Yeah, enough said, enough said. Uh, and, well, next to that, and this is going to be surprising to, to, to you guys and probably people listening, World of Tanks. I Ooh, played. Yeah. I you, was it you that got me into that, Tom? Play, I, I sure yeah. it was you that got yeah. me into this. You like I remember when you said, Gabriel, get World of Tanks. Yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? And then I proceeded <laughs> to play it consecutively every day for like two weeks straight with my cousin and, yeah. and you intermittently. It's amazing yeah. that game. So I, I played that originally on PC. Uh and I well, I I guess you could say I, I kept on playing it on PC, but I did play it on Xbox as well with you guys. Um yeah, it's what what a game. I, I have fond memories of um, even my my sister. Similar to you, Billy, my sister would, would come along and act as like the uh, the second person in my in my tank squadron and and look at the the map for me or, or spot tanks that I wasn't looking at. Uh, and we'd have a bunch of fun with it. Really, she, you know, she she wasn't really. Well, she's never really been interested in video games at all, but she. Mm-hmm. For some reason, found this game to 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 be fun and and come and sit and watch me play it and try and help me out as much as possible. So I've got a lot of fun memories about that. And obviously, the game itself is still it's still about today. Lots of people still play it. It's come on leaps and bounds. It's one of those games that will go down in in my memories with um with video games. I if memory serves. This is a game that's gotten two people arrested for spilling like top secret classified documents about tanks. And wow! To try and prove a point to the developers. Wow! wow. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. A lot of lot of tank nerds probably play this. Uh, oh, play this game. Tank nerds. Some some British army guy was like, "No, I'm telling you, the Challenger Two works like this. Here really? are the blueprints." And the oh. government like, uh, "No, no, you can't do that." <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's what some. To, what tends to happen with some of these historical games you've got people that actually know what's uh yeah and really into it i don't know there's this prank called youtuber that i always forget the name but essentially he's one of these voice actors very like phone jacker and mm. he calls this guy who's a blatant racist um and also very into you know he's he's, he's like from louisiana and he talks like that right kind of thing, like sure. really you know t- typical um you know t- stereotype of that <laughs> of you know what i'm trying to say i know anyway, what you're trying to say yeah and they he just ends up tricking him and he realizes he, he ends up spilling that he spent something like thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on his tank collection on the game because to, and he, i think he was in his 60s this guy playing really really he was just genuinely so into it and he spent so much time playing the game spending money on the game um and and it, it is a bit of a kind of tactical slash battlefront 
genius like hybrid of a game yeah you know I mean? it, it is really cool it's sort of like a first person shooter but you have a tank yeah yes yeah that's it, exactly what it is. I, I think it's very very unique in a sense and i love playing it back in the day it was one of the best th- oh well the fact that it was free as well was uh, a big bonus obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh like you said with that guy that you have to buy a lot of stuff exactly they gotta yeah. make their money somehow yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those um, microtransaction based games. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't um, too annoyed with that though. That's the thing. You can no, get by it, without it. That's what kept yeah, it alive. That's, that's I think is always the key thing. It's like I'm not, I don't like microtransactions, but I'm okay about having them as long as you can progress yeah. and get through everything without without yeah. ha- without having to buy things. Yeah, um, yeah. But people, people do spend an ungodly amount of money on on games like this. Oh, I've, God, I've yeah. met someone recently who's like, "Yeah, I've spent fifteen thousand on Genshin Impact." And I was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, that's a that's a classic of uh, a classic game that a lot of people have spent a lot of money on. So, yeah. Anyway, move, moving on from from World of Tanks, the final game I just wanted to shout out was one of my favorite games of all time. I've mentioned it thousands of times on a show, and that is Portal Two. And it blew my mind. Mm-hmm when I found out this game was released in 2011, I've still to this moment, I can't understand how a game that looks like that comes out in 2011. I just, I, honestly, I don't know whether it's me and my, me reminiscing on how good it looks, but I remember playing it on my computer or on my parents' computer at the time, just being blown away with how, how nice it looked. I don't know what it was, but yeah, just what a game. I, I, I absolutely love it. And it will go down in history if, for me, really. And I, I really want to go play it again. I've got it on my Steam collection. I, I need to download it and run through it again. So that is my sort of little selection done. Uh, was it? Are we moving on to you, Gabriel? Or are we? I'm, I'm a bit lost. Billy, really, did you do your number two? I have not done my number two. Okay, yet. So then, Billy's number yeah, two. There we are, Billy. Your number Quite two. Fortunate because my number two is Portal Two. <laughs> hey, hey, there we go. Um, yeah, Portal 2 is a fantastic puzzle game. It's it's like Portal, but it's a sequel. Um, yeah, good analogy there, brilliant. Yeah, like it's it's got a lovely co-op uh, campaign to it, which I've I've never finished, but I I quite enjoy. Um, I tried to play it with my father once, which was kind of funny because um, I love my dad a bit. But he's a bit of an old man. He's not very good at the video games thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, and also, he he's one of those people who wants to invert the controls. I'm like, no. no oh, yeah. My, my dad does exactly the same thing. He's like, yeah. it's like you, you put it, you push. He, he will hate me for saying this. I've got a controller in my hand right now. If you want to look up, you push up. And if you want to, you you want to look down. You push your left stick down. There is no way in hell you push (laughs) something down, and then you look, and then you look up. It's like we're not we're not flying a fighter jet. That's not how it works. Um, I I just I don't know why that made me so laugh. I like laugh so much just imagining your dad trying to comprehend like how normal joystick movement works. It's a generational thing, though. Yeah, obviously it's, it's it's. well, it's not even generational. It's, it's just because we've grown up playing video games that yeah. work this way. So our brains are kind of like, no, it goes like this. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> bless, bless it, bless them. They try. My, my, my dad's the same in Call of Duty. Same with every other game he's played with, with me on my Xbox. He inverts the controls and I have no idea. I honestly have no idea why. But it's it's one of those things. He he <laughs> needs, he honestly cannot function with it the other way. Um, but luck, luckily they have, luckily they have a, uh, control systems to, to to let them do that so there we are 
Well, Portal 2 doesn't. Portal 2, because you're, I was playing it split screen, you can either invert both players' controls oh, or neither oh, players' no. controls. Um, which, in, in a series of puzzles that involve precise timing fairly often, yeah. eh, it's not so great. No, no. Oh, God. Yeah, I can imagine the... Uh... The contro- controversy of uh, choosing which one, which route to go down with the, uh, the controls there. I was about, I think, 14, and my reaction was basically, it's my game, we're doing it my way. Yeah. <laughs> and then your dad proceeds to put down the controller and walk out the room. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, okay. Gabriel, your number two. So my number two is my favourite FIFA of all time and that is FIFA 12 it is my favorite FIFA not because it's the best FIFA it is not the best FIFA if you were to play every FIFA objectively you would no way say it's the best but it was the first FIFA I played and therefore it's very close to my heart and just listening to any song from the soundtrack I'm going to give a massive shout out to call it what you want by foster the people if you if i if i hear that song can you give us a little rendition of it is it like um, can you give us a little like oh, a little sing put, song all right it's sort of like call it what you want <laughs> I, I, I don't know that tune but you, <laughs> no not not from not from that you sung well, for me and that's all you know that i i i am as you know not the best singer but anyway that's that's just showcasing my best singing skills but anyway yeah. just foster the people call it what you want if you want absolute indie bliss that's a great song so there you go cool and yeah the game is great as well um lots of really iconic features of that game that kind of persisted you know sweaty goals pace being a big thing it's it's the basic it's when the game was in that raw it's old school fifa really old school fifa exactly it's kind of interesting she's like oh it's not the best fifa in my mind i'm just going it's a fifa game they're all the same (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that 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 is that is a common misconception that we might as well adjust when it gets in the room. FIFA's do change a lot year on year. It's just they change in the stupidest ways. And what you end up <laughs> getting is actually if you go A B from when FIFA Ultimate Team or FIFA began, yeah, the game is completely different. Gosh, they've added more things than I could even imagine. The game is completely different. Some for the good, some for the bad, but ultimately. So many of those changes are either unnecessary, made it worse, or just make you have to play the game loyally. So you can't, you know, they give you seasonal objectives that expire at the end of the month. So you have to, you have an an incentive to stay on the game. This is what a lot of games do nowadays. They give you incentives to stay on the game and they give you it in the form of reward, etc., to improve your team. But yeah what it is is it's just it it just it actually deters me because it just makes me feel like i'm you know playing for the wrong reasons there are terms for this sort of thing they're usually not great it's called conditioning it's trying to make you associate um certain feelings with with playing the game but yeah Yeah. it's 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 how games like this work nowadays is they get you playing so you buy stuff off them instead of buying the game itself I have got, you know, I've played a lot of features, but I've got to agree with every, with everything you've just said, Billy. I know for a fact that that sort of, well, at least EA with, with FIFA has done exactly that for, for many years. They've sort of changed the game to, to almost force you or psychologically force you into putting money in it. It's not, it's not a problem. Um, I do think the game does change, but obviously there's only so much you can change too. 
the game of football. You know, you can make the graphics look better, but yeah. at the end of the day, you'll still have 11 people on each side kicking a football between each other. Um, and, that, mm. and that's it, really. I mean, yeah, I, there, there's room for a discussion about the ethics of how games are designed and created these days, but I don't think we really have time for that this show. No, we, we, we do not, which obviously, yeah, it, it's a... Uh, a topic for another time. We can we definitely create into our schedule of future shows after we've done our countdown. Oh, a- absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Now we need to move on to both of yours. Top spot. Yeah. It, Billy, uh, I know exactly what your game is. Okay. Uh, I actually, Oh God. Okay. No, you said that. I'm not too sure, but I, I'd imagine it's, I'd imagine it's, I'd imagine it's Skyrim. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's Skyrim. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you, you scared me then. I was like, oh, God, like, is it not Skyrim? <laughs> um, no, it, it's Skyrim. I, I, as I've mentioned before, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, I own three copies of Skyrim. Um, yeah. It is... It's it, it's a magical game. It's it's just got this charm to it that, that draws you in. I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just one of those games where you're like, I, I'm going to get sucked into... It's not even objectively that good a game. The combat is terrible. The story is inconsistent. All it doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. There's just, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah, it, exactly. It's got this charm that draws you in and sort of sucks you in and you stay there for 30 hours playing a video game. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't think there's ever really going to be a game like Skyrim again. No, no. Unless they release... Elder Scrolls, whatever. Um, Elder Scrolls Six, but, but that's yeah. the thing is that Skyrim is radically different from Oblivion, which is its direct yeah. predecessor in the series. True. So I don't think Six is going to be anything like Skyrim. I think it's going to be another new sort of thing that they do. We just have to wait and see, really. Yeah. Anyway, Gabriel, number one. Yeah. So I'm not even going to go into a description or why, because I know I've done it a million times before on the show. My favorite game of this year is, of course, Minecraft. Yeah. And for very obvious reasons, it's one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. Might even be my favorite game ever. I think a lot of people would agree. Exactly. It's, it's, again, we we said it before, it's the best selling game of all time. (laughs) Yeah. Because Um, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. That about wraps it up. That was a very, very big, very juicy. Game of the well, greatest games of 2000. Great game, great game. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I think it just gets better and better, in, in my opinion. There's a few, just a few years where it's sort of dropped off, but oh, it's, it's interesting because I'm thinking there's gonna be like a drop off in like yeah. 2015 16 because no one, I just haven't bought any games from like those years, so I don't know anything about so you're gonna be struggling then. I don't know, we'll see. I haven't really looked into the advance into like yeah, the future, true, true, right? It's so we, we're gonna have to do this in advance, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to do this very quickly, guys. Uh, weekly news roundup, because we are running out of time. So if you guys go ahead, Gabriel, you can start. Just run it. Hit me with this as quickly as possible. Um, give me as much information in the shortest space of time that you can. Cool. So, yeah, first bit of news, and we kind of have to talk about this on the show, is that tech companies around the world have begun suspending deliveries to Russia in compliance of international sanctions over their invasion of Ukraine. More specifically, the Biden administration announced on February 24th that restrictions covered the sale of semiconductors and computers. The sanctions also include an expansion of the foreign direct product rule, which forces tech companies who work with American-made tools and software to obtain a license from the U.S. government before dealing with companies that support the Russian military. So essentially, yeah, Russia are getting hit really hard by 
America but turning around and saying, you're not getting any more of our tech. My next bit of news in a much lighter spirit is that there is currently a glitch in Call of Duty Warzone that means that your kill cam turns into an end of match kill cam from multiplayer games. If if you aren't familiar with Call of Duty, when an online multiplayer match finishes, the kill cam is sort of like slow motion and takes over your screen and everyone's screen you, you have to, everyone basically watches your screen. And that's been happening 